Ladies and gentlemen, yes, joined by an ace. He's a major ace. He's a guitar ace. He's a slinger. He is out of Nashville. It is the great Tyler Bryant from Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown. How are you doing, brother? Hey, man. How you doing? Oh, it's finally great to sit down. We was catching up uh, before we started penning this out, and everything's been going crazy for you guys. Um, we were talking about way back when hanging out with the Cadillac 3 guys and how far you've come. Brand new album. Tell us about it. What is going down? Man, yeah, those uh, those Cadillac boys, no good, trouble, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, long, we've been, I've been longtime friends with those guys, man. And, uh, you know, when I first moved to Nashville, I was 17 years old. I moved to Nashville to try and start a rock and roll band, which I successfully did. And um, my next door neighbor was Jaron from Cadillac 3. And so I learned so much about performing and writing songs. Uh, from him and we're still homies but um, yeah dude with the Shakedown we just put out a new record it's called Shake the Roots we're excited about it it's my favorite Shakedown record to date and uh, I'm happy to be talking about it oh it's great and you've got some great singles on there and you you, you know you just went boom with Ain't No Water Down and then you the rest have followed and what can I say about this album I have listened to it I've listened to some of the album and I, and I always get blown away by your, your craftsmanship but what would you say is different to this to way back when you first started out with the guys which which direction have you took well I mean for me personally, the thing that's so empowering about this album is this is the first album that we actually own in our whole career. You know, oh. we 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 put this album out on our own record label called Rattleshake Records, and um, so with the shakedown, we we are constantly making music. We're constantly writing and recording, not because we have some end goal. It's never to let's put this out and let's go for this or let's go for this playlist or let's try to get a song on the radio. It's always just, we're, we're doing it because it makes us really happy. Mm-hmm. Music from day one has always made me feel really joyful and really uh, fulfilled. And um, so I kind of joke with the guys, like with, with Shake the Roots, it's sort of the record that we finished that we never really started. Like we never, we never sat down to make this record. We just kind of, you know, over the years I've been, uh, building out my my studio and and if if caleb or graham my bandmates come over and and they want to paint well i got the brushes ready you know yeah, and yeah, so yeah. a lot a lot of these were just moments that were captured and you know we kind of didn't put a lot of pressure on it maybe it's a demo maybe this is just a cool recording and we'll uncover it in a couple of years and then but before we knew it we had a bunch of songs that were making us feel really excited and we started working on the label and here we are. No, it's smashing, it really is. And for the people that don't know much about you guys, you know, you've earned your graft from day one of touring hard, supporting opening slops all over the world. You have hit it hard and you earned your stripes. You know, I saw you guys, like I said, with Cadillac 3 many, many years ago. God, it's got to be eight, nine years ago. And you guys was on fire then and had a connection. And then I saw you again a little bit later on in in your career and again people won't know this you used to be a four piece gone down to a three piece was that much of a challenge for the new sound well you know we we have a great touring bass player that's with us uh now this this guy named ryan Fitz, and he's he's great um but yeah you know we had uh noah denny who was mm-hmm. who's still one of my best friends who was the bass player in the shakedown forever yeah um he kind of had this this epiphany you know i think you know 
after after his father passed away, his you know his parents had been very supportive of him being a drummer, mm-hmm. you know, throughout his youth. And he went to college to be a drummer. He met Caleb there, and and then one night I think he got a wild hair and auditioned for the Shakedown. And like eight years later, kind of was like, dude, I've been playing bass my whole life, and I'm a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> That's how <And> it goes. <laughs> and you know what I mean? For us, we're like, dude, you know, you got to go wherever wherever music is making you feel most alive and fulfilled and and so a lot of the songs that were written and recorded you know it was just just me playing bass or Graham playing bass and so that it was certainly you know a something that that we noticed and felt but we didn't we didn't let it slow us down at all and and mm-hmm. uh you know i feel like right now the shakedown shows are just as good if not better than they've ever been so uh, I, I can agree from seeing the reviews and again for people that don't know much about you and for the hardcore fans they they are right by saying you guys are a rock band you put a show on and you play and you play till the end and you give it all you don't leave anything you know on the stage it's all it's just incredible you know you just you just go crazy for it and your songwriting seems to mature so much over the last few years with the albums and the singles and obviously you're your lovely lady for people that don't know you know, is a is a great artist in herself in with Larkin Poe, and you've cl- collaborated together before. Do you are you the kind of guy that pens your stuff, gives it, and say, start, "What do you think? Yeah or no? You know, do I do I release this? Do I not? How does it work? Do you, do you ask for advice? Um, I, it, it all happens so organically. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, re- sometimes Rebecca. I think Rebecca and I are both very. Um, you know, if if we. If if she approaches me and is like, "Hey, will you help me finish this song?" Mm. then I then I will gladly sit down and and jump into that process with her. If she's working on something and I have an idea for it, but I'm not invited in, I will. I I have enough respect for her as an artist to to just step away and say, "You you know you got this. You don't need my help." And I think vice versa, you know, goes for her. Like whenever mm. it's whenever it happens organically and like with ain't none watered down the first song we released we write we write songs you know in the morning over coffee it's like you know it seems a little bit more rewarding than watching tv sometimes you know and mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and so like that was just a song we made up in 20 or 30 minutes and we were kind of just singing it in the living room and then i went and started making a recording and that's what is released so it just happened super organically um you know, there's certainly times where, I'll, you know, I'll finish a song and I'll send it to my bandmates or I'll play it for Rebecca. You know, just the people that are close to me. I've got a, a, a small group of friends that yeah. I really trust and value their opinions. And and I've got I'm, I feel very lucky to have friends who go, dude, that song sucks. Yeah. You know, and and that's I think it's great to have to to not surround yourself with yes men. You know, you don't want people Completely that are just constantly agree. going you got it dude you're great you know i would mm-hmm. rather somebody go you sound you sound like that was a the bridge is like pretty lazy man mm-hmm. and um so i i don't have a lot of folks like that but i got a couple and if i ever if i'm ever not sure about something i'll lean into that no and and again it's it's just one of those things where unfortunately there's a lot of yes people and a lot of ass kickers and you know people also want to suck up because it's Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown you know you guys have earned your stripes like I mentioned before and talking about friends God you've played with everybody you are connected with quite a lot of people now and way way back when you were starting out the, the famous legendary photographer Robert M. Knight that guy was there 
he introduced you to a few big cats and before you know it you are in his documentary which was my first discovery of you guys and next minute you know you are literally playing the keep and what's it like when these kind of people you know actually come up to you and say look you've got this ignore this let's do this what's it like getting that advice oh i mean it's it's great you know i mean especially if it's uh you know i've had so much encouragement from artists that i really respect mm-hmm. you know it's it's one thing it's one thing to get encouragement from someone in the industry it's another thing to get some encouragement from from an artist or a songwriter that you really respect you know like whenever whenever jeff beck invited me to come play with him that was sort of like okay he doesn't think i suck this uh-huh. is great you know it's great news or like when we got the uh the ACDC Rocker Bus Tour, you know, we got asked to come out and support them on the world tour. And and that was such a learning experience because we were not ready, you know what I mean? And so we kind of got thrown into the deep end and I, I got to go and ask Angus. I really do. What about, what about people like when you go on tour with like ACDC and Guns N' Roses, you know, you've got a vocal guy what still sounds amazing, Steven Tyler. And, and and again, just touching on how you said you wasn't ready, how do you know as a band that you're not ready though? Because you're there doing it and somebody's put you there because they think you can do the job, but how do you personally know that you can't do that? Well, I mean, I, I think musically I felt confident that we could do it. I mean, I, we weren't ready for like like this is the first show we did with ACDC I had a 20 foot guitar cable connected to my pedal board and oh. I didn't take into consideration that the stage is about as long as a football field mm. and so I take off running and I'm dragging my gear across the stage behind me you know pulling amps down and you know we didn't we didn't it just took us a second to realize like uh, alright cool we gotta get a crew we gotta get um, dude you'll think that this is actually a hilarious story there was um <laughs> There was one time on that Rocker Bus World Tour where we pulled our van and trailer down into like the tunnel below this stadium and the van broke down. Ugh. And and ACDC's motorcade was coming in right behind us. So people are trying to push our van out of the way so ACDC doesn't have to wait behind our shitty van van, <laughs> you know? And so we, we ended up getting a bus after that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crazy. It's one of those moments where you're like, oh my God, if I could die and go go down, I'm going down right now, and this is not the coolest thing to do. <laughs> but, no, it's just, you know, it's, it's sort of like, you know, we, we realized that we were kind of like barking with the big dogs a little bit, and we, you know, we, we kind of had to dump the puppy chow out pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, and, and oh, dear me. And when you look back on it, it's a hilarious moment because it's one of them things what you think so spinal tap and then it's happened and you're like, okay, well, we've been there. But I guess it makes you stronger in the end and, and, and you're ready for anything, you know. When shit does hit the fan on the stage, you're ready for it, you know. Oh. Dude, I really, I really do think it's all part of it and, and the older I get, the more I've come to appreciate things like that little moments that don't go quite as you planned because that's just life you know everyone yeah. i think especially uh, a lot of musicians try to put on this this sort of larger than life mm. persona which is which is great but it also it's sort of like i a lot of the artists i really relate to are just artists that come across as real people who are like yeah i mean that was just that's how it went down and and you can laugh about it and it's not i mean it's really not a big deal even in the moment it's just like well 
yeah, dude, we're this is the first time we've ever done anything like this. Of course, we're gonna. And everyone, everyone on that tour was so cool to us, you know, and and so uh, understanding and 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 actually really helped us to grow and learn how to do things the right way. And um, we, I think we we came out better for it, you know. No, absolutely, and I, and I agree with you there. When you do go on stage and when you do perform with all the guys. It, it, you aren't putting on a fake show it's, it's who you are you feel the music and you love the music and you are generally music fans like you said you know you, you you dig the sounds and coming in from Nashville then you know are you one of those musicians what wants to try and stay away from the cliche Nashville sound obviously how do you manage to do that with being in Nashville because I guess the influence is huge well I mean I I I chose to move to Nashville because it's a music it's music city you know uh-huh. there's a there's a ton of music here. There's a ton of rock and roll. There's a ton of country music. There's like modern country music. And then there's real country, like real, like, you know, like classic country music. There's hip hop, there's pop, there's all sorts of music, you know, it's, yeah. so Nashville has, has really developed into music city, not just country music city. Um, but I, you know, with that said, I don't, uh, I, I've never I've never been like a music row guy. Like I don't I don't go take a lot of meetings and mm-hmm. on music row. Like our, our booking agents don't live in Nashville. Our management doesn't live in Nashville. You know, our team is sort of smattered about all over the all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I'm home, I, I'm pretty much in my own world. And I and I'll and I'll invite artists that I love over to my studio or songwriters that I love over to my studio and and. Uh, I, when I first moved to Nashville, I was 17, and, and I started writing with everybody, doing the nine to five writing sessions. Yeah, and that that wasn't really for me, you know. Um, I think for me, I'm more excited about getting together with somebody in a room where I can't hear somebody in the room next to me trying to come up with a, you know, a, a song about a boat or something. So I, I like to get into rooms with people that I'm inspired with and turn it up and swing for the fence and imagine a crowd out in front of me and imagine how it's going to translate and then like with shake the roots with a lot of these songs that's exactly what it was you're closing your eyes and going to this place where all of a sudden you're on stage and the crowd's there and they're singing the song back to you and then like at our album release show the other night in nashville it was people from all over america Mm -hmm. like there were people from new york from kentucky from georgia from texas you know, that traveled to Nashville to be there to celebrate the release of this record and to hear them sing the songs, you know, and and, and it's like when, when, when that moment actually becomes real, it's really, um, rewarding. And Mm -hmm. so that's, to me, Nashville has provided me that opportunity, you know, even through the experiences that didn't work for me, it, it, it helped lead me to knowing what I want out of music and out of my life and out of my creativity and, um, I love it here. You know, I think it's I think it's a, a brilliant city. So if if people listen to me and say it sounds like Nashville, then I then I I would be happy about that. No, I like it. I like it a lot. And you just got your head on your shoulders, and you songwrite with a lot of people. You, you you know, you produce a lot of stuff with other artists, which is great. And it just shows you the the craftsmanship that you've got. And I'm looking forward to the future. And I've got to congratulate you on this album. It's stunning. It's great. And you own it, which is amazing. So we celebrate that as well. You know, it's just one of yeah, the things man. which is great. You know, it's not every day you get to own the record. It's it's fantastic. And and 
again for the listeners and readers everything is on your socials uh, go and get the album and it's been absolute blast speaking to you Mr Tyler Bryan it's been fantastic hey man it's been a pleasure and I look forward to seeing you when we come come near you awesome ladies and gentlemen go and check it out yeah it is Mr Tyler Bryant from the Tyler Bryant and the Shakedown <laughs>